This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. In the faces, so I think the first goal is vital as well. And he's blown for full time. It is a point apiece for Sheffield Wednesday and Millwall. Not too many chances in truth throughout this game. Wednesday probably fashioned the better ones, and uh, I think we'll be encouraged by what we saw from uh, De Cruz, who came on along with Forestieri. They added life to our attack in that second half. Hello and welcome once again to the Wednesday week. As you've just heard the commentary there, um, bit of a dour, you know, dour start. There's not really, you can't really get highlights out of um, out of the nil-nil draw. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm on the line with Vic, Ash and Simon. We're going to try and make sense of it all, discuss uh, Millwall and we're going to discuss uh, well, transfers going out because there was loads of them, weren't there? So <laughs> without... Um, Without any further ado, let, let's dive right into it. Simon, how's it going, brother? You all right? You having a good day? Everything uh, everything tickety-boo, yeah? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. I've been fighting that man flu off for the last four weeks, so I still can't shake it, which is a bit of an arse. But other than that, I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Uh, Vic, man flu. It's nice, uh, it's nice that you felt the need to mention that when I hosted a podcast with fucking pneumonia. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, well, I'm, you I'm, keep I'm, battling. I'm, I'm you, battling. Going, I am babe. battling. I am, I am. You, Proud you, uh, of your my hun, heart goes, XOXO. You never know, it could, it, could, it could be coronavirus now, you know, that's been around. So you, you <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking, I've always tried to avoid corona, I'm on uh, Thornbridge tonight, so uh, I think I'm okay against that, I'm alright. Yeah, Snap, I think after uh, after a weekend up for the uh, for the Blackburn game, I think I caught Thornbridge virus as well, That's uh, that one's a killer. Um, it is. Alright, <laughs> right then, so, nil-nil draw, Simon. Um, you know, Gary Monk said we needed a uh, we need a comeback. We needed a uh, we needed a, a response. Um, d- did you feel that we got one? Uh, it was infinitely better than the Wigan game, um, but then oh, again, yeah. them not actually turning up would have been them better than the Wigan game. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I, I I actually thought it was a lot better. Um, personally, I thought it was a lot better game. A couple of guys I've spoken to since didn't, but I actually thought it was a better game. Certainly, the second half was. Um, there was a few shining lights in the second half with uh, uh, Forestieri coming back and De Cruz. A few looked, shining uh, lights. Have you got epilepsy? Yeah. What shining what? lights did you find in that barrel of oh, shine? Oh, come on. Come on. I, I, <laughs> look, I thought I went to ever Wigan. The, ever the optimist. Saw the Blackburn game. Pardon, mate? Sorry? Ever, ever the optimist. I've got to try to be an optimist, haven't I? Because <laughs> the thing is, at the end of the day, if we weren't optimists as Wednesday fans, then that would be it. Game over, wouldn't it? Um, no, I thought they played. I thought they played all right in in spells in the second half. Um, I, I I quite enjoyed it. I, look, driving back as as I did from from Wigan on Tuesday last week. I mean, that was a hell of a long journey back, and we dissected that game like you guys did last week on the podcast and that was just something dreadful so to not repeat that was, was to me was the shining light um and i and i think forestieri coming back i thought de cruz looked well thought reach had a good game um it it, it could have been it could have been worse um i don't think atinuio is the is the answer up front to start from um but then again up until the point of our, we'll talk about alone signings. I don't think any of the other strikers or anything to to put out up front as well. Mm-hmm. So that that was my opinion. I, I try to find some amount of positivity from it, um, and it certainly was better than Wigan last week. I mean, Vic, do you do you not agree? Then did you? Uh, I mean, you know, mention Big Dave there. I know, I know you and Asher in the Big Dave fan club. I know you're. The, oh, uh, no, I know he was shy. He was shy. I think by saying it could have been worse, it's like, do you literally mean you could have lost every limb on the way home and then tripped over, broken your nose, lost a few teeth, and then had to go to Pop World? Like, how could it possibly have been worse? It was bloody awful. It was shite. There wasn't, it wasn't even like, we were sat there, my poor granddad, right? My granddad's in his 80s and he sat there because my mum and dad were away, shivering away, and he kept saying, I've had enough, love. I've had enough. I said, I know, Grandad, so have I, but you've got to deal with it. And it was just, it wasn't even like it was a bad game. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like either team played spectacularly bad. It was just a nothing, boring pile of shit. It was awful. The referee was awful. They were awful. We were awful. Fernando Forestieri, all right, came on, still looked like he just could not be arsed, still. Like, Atty's still doing his Sainsbury's car park dad run. I just don't yeah. see any sort of movement. There's just nothing going on. Yeah, all right, the new kid looked all right. Brilliant. Like, if Joey Pelopessi is still getting paid as a footballer, then I am in the wrong career, absolutely. I'm just, there was just nothing there. There was no response whatsoever to the Wigan and Blackburn game. Absolutely no response, apart from a, stu- a few stupid bookings for stupid challenges or mouthing off, there was nothing else in response at all. Anyway, I had a lovely we... time. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that we... I mean, Ash, do, do you think that there was any kind of response whatsoever or, or was it as dour as, as, as Vic suggests? Uh, yeah, there was a response. We didn't concede a bloody goal for once. So that's probably ex- a bonus. Not five of them. I mean, do we have yeah. an issue at home, do you think? Uh, well. Um, 
Yes, probably. The 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 last um performances that we've had at home have, have not been worthy, have they, of the what, what we all expect as fans. I mean, uh, on on uh, on Saturday it wasn't it wasn't a, a barnstormer. It wasn't anything to write home about. There was some. I, I agree with Simon. I, I want to sit on the fence. I've got that many splinters on my ass. That I agree <laughs> with both of them. I, I agree with what Vic was saying and with what Simon said. I think there were a couple of good things that we knew already. I offer again made a cracking tackle, last ditch tackle near the end. I think that yeah. was world class tackle. Um, and uh, I think Forestieri coming on and De Cruz, I think they both added a bit, a bit of something, um, but still probably, obviously not enough because we we didn't score. Uh, but yeah, it was just a nothing game. It was cold, sat there. Um, there were more exciting things that I got excited about. Well, like what? That's it. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Ash, you not, know, we, we've 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 critiqued Jacob Murphy quite a significant amount on on you know on this show a lot. I mean, did you see anything from him? Was there was there anything that you could go actually? Now he's starting to turn into a better footballer because, um, Vic, you know, I, I don't know if you if you if you've caught the show, but we've we've spoke a lot about Jacob Murphy about how he tends to <laughs> pop up with a goal, but but not not actually do know. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's the way I used to perceive Paul Scholes. I mean, a lot of people used to argue with me until the cows came home, but I used to say that Paul Scholes didn't really do much midfielding, but would turn up with an absolute worldie. Obviously, since I grew up and then realised what football was and what midfielders are supposed to do, uh, it's changed my mind on Paul Scholes, so keep your tweaks to yourself. Thanks a lot, everybody. But, you know, Ash, did Jacob Murphy do out? Did he? Was he anything that made you think, oh, yeah, this guy? Uh, not really, but he didn't do anything to for me in the negative either. It it hmm. was an all-round... Yes, we didn't lose. We didn't concede five at home. Um, and they were... I'd, I'd still expect more from him, to be honest. I know he's had a couple of good performances, but overall the season, at the minute, I don't see his loan as being that good for anybody at the minute. Successful well, one, yeah. No, not at all. Um, he's, he's supposedly a £10 million player. I think that's what Newcastle paid for him. You know, and he, well, he's, he's not showing... Uh, I, thought, I thought he was very poor on Saturday. How um, much? Ten million. <laughs> Ten have... million. Has he got the same yeah. estate agent as Hillsborough? Because <laughs> I swear to God. Ten million quid. Ten million pounds. Has he got the yeah, same that's agent what as bought, Jordan that's what Rowe? they bought him for. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's crazy, isn't it? He, 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 what, he was. He was. He was. He was one of the worst of of, of the, the bunch. I thought on Saturday. I, I will disagree with Vic in some points. Uh, I thought it was nice to see Palmer come back. He actually looked like he could be bothered. Um, it was like he'd, you know, obviously been injured at the the Cardiff game and then missed that bad run and come into it and sort of looking around and going, you know, them players I was playing with before Christmas who were actually half all right. Where have they all gone? And they've been replaced with a shower of shy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I thought he had a good game. I, I, I thought Fe- I thought Fezzi made an impact when he came on. I really did because Kadim Harris wasn't making any sort of impact down that wing and. Again, where's he disappeared to? Where's that player that we bought that I remember we were waxing lyrical about uh, 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 before Christmas? Um, De Cruz, I thought he was. I thought he. There's a there's a there's a spark there. Hopefully, we'll see more of him. I offer. I thought was was very very good. Um, the jury's still out on Odebagio for me. 
Um, Bannon wasn't playing in the back four for a change. Um, and Joey Pelopessi was <laughs> Joey Pelopessi, <laughs> basically. Um, Bannon was still ineffective, though. Yes, yes. In a game like that, he was, he was found not missing, but you know what I mean? He, he, them, them the games that we want Bannon to be further upfield, taking it by the scruff of absolutely. the net, the game, and absolutely bossing that midfield, doing the, but he, he didn't again. And I, I don't, well, I'll, I'll probably get pelters for this, but I think it's time to give him a rest. I really do. Either that or tell him, him, either that or tell him every oh. game that we're on Sky. So if you, if you <laughs> actually tell him every game and then we have people <laughs> sat around with cameras and say, we're on Sky this week, Barry. All oh, right, 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 sound, because, that seems to be the time when he wants to play. When we're not on Sky, is shit. <laughs> I mean, all, all right. And, that, and Vic, you know, like I say, Atty knew you. You know, you, you, you've stood by him for a number of years. And I, and uh-huh. I know you're a little... You know what I mean? Um, now, there was a similar situation at Man City with, uh, with Dzeko. Do you remember? He wanted to play 90 minutes, wanted to play as much football as he could. However... He was always it's outstanding great to bring... Yeah, what it's a great comparison. Jesus, Dan. Bloody hell. I'm going somewhere with it. <laughs> so, the, you know, you, oh, but then it was very obvious that he couldn't play 90 minutes. And, but he always turned up with a goal in the last 10, 15 minutes. Is that what Atty News for? Is it, you know, can he play 90 minutes? Can, we, can you remember a time when he's played 90 minutes and gone, oh, I thought he was outstanding the entire game? Or um, is he an I impact think... player for that? To, to close the game out? I think as he's got to now in his Wednesday career, I think he is an impact player. He's the last 20 minutes, 15 minutes. He comes on and defences that are starting to fall asleep, he shits them up a bit. However, yeah. I do think we're being quite harsh on him because he's literally being lumped up front on his own with nobody to play off him. Yeah, all right. I mean, they put Reach kind of next to him on Saturday. I don't really know what that was. Um, but there was nobody really around him. So... Every ball that is passed forward, be it from Bannon, from um, Dawson, from you know, I author, it all is always just hoof towards Newhue, who can he can hold up the ball quite well, and that is one of his strengths. Uh, he but he doesn't have anyone to pass it on to. That's the thing, and I think um, sometimes if he's up front with someone that's a poacher, he does a lot better. Um, but I think he's kind of been hung out to dry a little bit in the formation and the tactics that we're playing because it is just pass it to Atty. And he's got nobody to pass it to. He's not He's not a prolific goal scorer. I think that's the understatement of the century. What, 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 my, what, my, issue, what my issue was on Saturday was that, was that he moved out to the wide yep. to, to receive the ball. And because he's out on the wide, on the left or right, whichever, um, there's no one in the middle. And there's a massive gap. In the middle, yeah. so we've we held the ball up, but what's he got to do? He's got to lay it off to Bannon because Bannon has to touch the ball. Um, but then <laughs> he's that slow to get into his correct position. There's just there, no there, there was a point I think so, in the first half, wasn't there, where um, Palmer got the ball and, and put a fantastic cross for Palmer across the box. Yeah. But I think the person who'd laid the ball off nope. to him was Atty. So the ball came across and it was crying out for Atty to be in the box. Yeah, and there was nobody there. Yeah, and he's not there. Yeah. Absolutely. But he's not a speedy player. We're not no, playing no, to no, his not. strength. You know, how long has Jordan Rhodes? And I don't know what it is. I don't know the difference at all. I don't know if it's just, you know, we want Jordan Rhodes to do well because he's a Wednesday eye and he talks nice and he writes to kids. But there's there's something different here because so did, no. so did Jimmy Savile. <laughs> 
no, but listen, but Jordan Rhodes, for however many years, as much as he's annoyed me with the Huddersfield game, and, you know, I always harp back to it with that penalty, how many times have we said, oh, he's not, we're not playing to his strengths, that's the thing, that's why he's not getting goals, we're not playing to his strengths. But then we just too fatty up front and chuck, literally just throw footballs at him and expect him to score. But there's nobody there, like you said, when he's crossing in the ball, there's nobody there to cross it to because he's the only person up front. And he's not a speedy I, player. He's not I, got that skill, that speed no, to get no. up front in mm. time. He knows think, that. He knows he's not a pacey striker. I think when we got um, Harris and Murphy, who are two wingers, you thought, with, especially with Rhodes, I always thought, hang on, it, we've, got, we've got what we've been missing for the last few seasons, mm. wide men that can get down the byline, cross them in. Like we've said, Rhodes, bread and butter for him. But even when, when he has played, they don't seem to have been playing to them strengths anyway. Same with Atte. He's, he's there. He, he can head a ball when he jumps, and if he can jump. But they're just, like you say, just not playing to him. So the, the positioning that he's been at, it's been awful for his game. And you can't help that. But it's just frustrating when one up front at home. I, I agree with you. I think, I think it's a little bit negative. I... Uh... I agree with you about Jordan Rhodes. In fact, I'm just going to pin in, put a pin in that just for a second. Uh, we, you know, we weren't insinuating that Jordan Rhodes writes the kids in the same way that Jimmy Savile did. It, uh, uh, I'll, <laughs> I don't want to. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Yeah, Obviously, no, sorry, we didn't yeah. mean I that. that <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I, just, I just need to just you know cover up any ambiguity that we got in that one. But uh, but yes, you're right. Well, yeah, I don't, you'll, be, you know, you'll be watching Sky Sports, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> So what we did, you know, we have spent time on this show, all, all four of us sat there going, uh, oh, when, when Rhodes gets a winger, when Rhodes gets yeah, an yeah. attacking midfielder, when Rhodes gets another number 10 next to him, when, when this happens, Rhodes will do this. When, you know, I, I, I know you have, Vic, you've absolutely checked out with Jordan Rhodes. He can get in the bin for you. And, uh, oh, and I think, deep in the bin. I think we've kind of ran out of excuses for him, haven't we? But you're right. Yeah, I, I think we do... We kind of hang new out to dry because we know he's quite effective. But it's really weird. You know, if you, I always like talking to fans of other football clubs and um, and saying to them, what, uh, you know, what players do you know about? What players are you, are you, are you worried about? And they always say Forestieri and they always say, I he knew you mm. for the last 10 minutes. And I find it, and we go, and I, and I laugh. And I go, oh, yeah. Because, you know, they've got no idea that Forestieri is, a shadow of the player he was four years ago, and that Ati you is, you know, a fight to a shit fight some days. So I find it like I find it really funny that those two are the ones that they they you know they, they flag up as the uh, as the big lads. Um, so I tell you what, then Simon, you mentioned it earlier. We've all we've all you know we've all touched upon it. Now sometimes when Sheffield Wednesday sign a new player, we enjoy going and we do it every time. No lad looks all right. No lad showed some flashes are brilliant. But, you know, we're, we're a romantic bunch. Um, you know, for example, Nottingham Forest signed somebody last week. I saw a couple of tweets going, he's shit. Mm. And he's only played half an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? But whereas the Sheffield Wednesday fans, for example, we, we you know, we like going, oh, new lad were great, new lad were great. Uh, I mean, did, did he have enough of an opportunity to make an impact? Or do you genuinely believe, if you really think about it, that he was, he's going to be something that's going to turn good for us? I just thought that he... he... He turned that positivity around. He was an obvious striker. So he, his immediate intent was to get the ball towards the goal uh, and, and, and lay it off for people to then get into positions to receive that ball. 
he does look mm-hmm. like he, he wants he wants to score and, and he wants the ball and he looks tricky. Uh, he looks like he's got some pace as well. Um, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we, Christ, yeah, you're right. We do try to see the best in everybody. And like you've just said, alluded to about five minutes ago, we've been trying to see the best in Jordan Rose now for, what, four years. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think his days, you know, just on a side note to him, his days are gone. It's finished. I, I don't think he'll ever be the player that we, we bought on the back of a, a decent performance at Huddersfield. Um, I think Q selling him in the summer and he scores 25. Well, look, if it happens, it happens. But how many of strikers have we let go in the past? We've been talked about these before, haven't we? That who have gone elsewhere and, and, and scored a hatful. So that's that's that has to be what it is. In regards to him, yeah. I honestly I thought he looked he looked sharp, he looked sharp and he, he looked good. And say he's only been with the team, what a few days. No, it's somebody there that I think you know, if you look at. I'd drop, drop, you know, sort of put a team together of who I'd like to see on Saturday against Barnsley. And if you look at maybe him alongside Wickham um, with Windass and, and Forestieri, I think we've got a very attacking side. And maybe that's what Monk wants to go for now. He's just, he's realised we're not scoring enough goals and we're not. I think we've got the worst home record, haven't we, for scoring goals in the whole of the championship. So, you know, yeah. we've, 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 we've got to start putting them in the back of the net and, and the, the, the lads up front who have been trialling, other than Stephen Fletcher, haven't been scoring. Whether you play at it, you know, you play mm-hmm. at it for a full 90 or in the last 10, 15, you know, where he's most effective. You know, we've not been putting the ball in the back of the net. We're not getting midfield fielders scoring. We've got to change change things. And I don't know what Ash thought and Victoria thought, but I, I actually thought he, he, he got a spark there. There was something there. Um, he, he really wanted, like I say, he wanted to take that got that ball forward with him and take players on. And, and we've not seen that for a while up front. So uh, hopefully. I, th- I think as a new, as a new player in that team, if you didn't look like you had a spark there, there'd be something very, very seriously wrong. I, I know that's I, a negative I, I spin you. on it, but I, I think if you came into that squad on Saturday and came on at the time that you came on and you didn't look like you were going to set the world alight, then you've got some serious problems. There's definitely a malaise, isn't there? But you know, uh, I liked I liked it when Nando and De Cruz came on, and the pair of them like having the ball. The pair of them wanted to do something with the ball, and you have to have a degree of what you'd call ball greedy. You know what I mean? You'd have to have a degree of that when you're an attacking player. You want to score goals. You want to attack. Now, because those two players, uh, well, one's not been around, and one of them is very confident in his own ability. There was none of that. Um, what's the word? You know. What did you say, Ash? That the ball has to go through yeah. Barry Bannon. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah, they didn't yeah. care. They just went. Do you know get... what? I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that, and that's what I found exciting. Yeah. So I feel yeah. I feel that um, every time Bannon is like uh, paid by the touch. So I think the more mm-hmm. touches he has in his contract, I think that's the the, the more he gets paid. And I think uh, especially Pelipeste, if you see when when and if Pelipeste's got the ball, he's always looking for Bannon. His next mm, pass, I, I, I can't recall because he's not a player that really stands out, but that he actually looks for someone else. It's like Bannon's had a, a I think he were a guy sits behind me and he, 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 he comments on Bannon. He's, he's quite a, not a hater, but he's, he's, he's got his opinions on Bannon. It's like, well, but he's had a word with Pelly Pessin to basically, I'm the, I'm the gaffer in the midfield. You give me the ball. You just touch it and give it me. And that's it. And I, and I feel that on Saturday, he, he should have had more of an effect. 
Do you feel that like um, it kind of ruins his confidence a little bit? I can't see Joey Pelopesi, you know, smashing one in from twenty yards out or anything like that, which makes you think, you know, I want I want two capable midfielders. I don't want somebody who's going to do the running for the other one. You know what I mean? It's a little bit. I've got to disagree there, Fudge. I think that's something he will do quite soon. I think I think we'll be at a game, and I think all of a sudden Pelopesi will just pick one out from the top corner from like forty yards out. And then everyone will go, oh, actually, he's not that bad. And then we'd start this perpetual cycle of Sheffield Wednesday midfielders. <laughs> like we are with striking. <laughs> well, he was no, known no, in the what? Dutch league for hitting worldies. That's, it, it was when he signed for us. It, I think it was, you know, when they signed please, players we'd never heard of signed for us and then it's all on yeah. YouTube, all the goals and stuff. He, he, he proper hit some proper worldies for the team we signed him from. And, and, but then we've never, we've never seen that since. But you're not going to when you sat in the back four, are you? And never <laughs> move from the back four yeah, there from, is from that. that position. There is yeah. that. Now, so, uh, you know, it was a point gained if we're, if we're trying to take some positives from it. We are now something like, what, five points, six points away from the playoffs after being third um, five weeks ago. Uh, I find, you know, I find that concerning. We're in a, we're in a, a rough, rough bit of form. But uh, so we decided to add to the squad. Now, just after, just before we get on to deadline day and the signings we've made, Ash, uh, we had a bit of a, a roving reporter-style update from you, uh, from Hillsborough. Uh, what was the pie situation like? Did we have enough food to fill it, feed everybody, or was the turnout at Hillsborough crap, and that's why there's so much food left? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you're right, Dan. I think there was uh, a lot less people about, or a lot less hungry people, probably not knowing there was stuff around, but yes. I uh, I did do a little little bit of a report for you. Happy to say that my sizable belly was full uh, at uh, at half time. So yeah, it was um, surprisingly there were full complement of pies on offer. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, me me and the boy enjoyed it. It was uh, a welcome change. The football was get... shit, but the food was good for one. <laughs> I think that you have to pick one or the other, mate. You know what I mean? Depends yeah. what you want to go to before. Now, Vic, we had the Leppins Lane end open, uh, didn't we? Oh, we did. Honestly, it was like a whole new world. So me and my friend Rich, we walked just down from that cafe that we don't name because they haven't sponsored us this season. We walked just down from there, straight through the Leppings Lane end. And I said, I'm starving. I've not had all to eat, which I never do on a Saturday. I'm terrible for it. I always forget. I just forget to eat before the match, during the match, after the match. So I was like, I need something to eat. I'm starving. So we walked along the bottom of the North Stand. And I tell you what, there's a plethora of food available. There's a pizza shack. Yeah. What? And then you move on. The next one is a curry counter. And then there's an Oriental that... food station. So what? in your in your ten year season ticket, that's what you get for your extra two grand. Well, it must <laughs> be, but there's no like that upstairs. You're lucky to get a hot dog outside a bun. But downstairs <laughs> I got a slice of pepperoni pizza. Now, we're not talking great value. At the time, I must admit, it was for me, I thought, God, this is quite cheap compared to most food at Hillsborough. And I paid £3 for a slice of pizza. But it was literally a slice of, like, Dr. Erka pepperoni pizza. <laughs> like, it wasn't it wasn't mind-blowing, like, you know, like a big slice that you get in, like, mm. Magaluf or whatever. It was literally just a corner <laughs> of a bit of pizza. <laughs> We've all was... had a big slice in Magaluf. We have, we? We have. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there in a little cardboard tray. Um, but yeah, so it was just a slice of pepperoni pizza. It did have a stuffed crust, which was nice, but it was literally like an eighth of a pizza. 
but it was only three pounds. So even though it wasn't that huge, it felt like a quite a good deal, really, at three pounds. And I enjoyed it. It was nice. Um, so, it was a bit like you know when you buy a pizza, like a Doctor Oetker, and you you know like if you've had a drink or you're really hungry and you put your own cheese on it, and then your cheese yeah, burns yeah. and it ruins the pizza. <laughs> it was a bit. It was a bit like that. It was like they'd just chucked a bit of cheddar on, and you can't really put cheddar on a piece. But there is, there's a lot of options down there, guys. It's worth having a look. I, like, I, it was, it was completely new to me. I really enjoyed myself. There's Ash. There's Ash on the cop. Can't get a pie at half time because normally run out. And you're there with foods of the world: Italy, India, and China. Oh, yeah, I could have had a madras if I wanted. <laughs> Amazing. Bloody well, hell! There, I, are. I, there you are. I just, I think I might need to uh, just happen to move to that to stand yeah, for cons- one game. And consider where you're Just sitting, in the interest, yes. Just in the interest of uh, fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you think that? Do you think the stand being shut was all just some sort of ploy then to build these food stands? <laughs> I actually... think they've always. I think they've always been there. I've just never. I've just never had them. the need to go in because right. normally. When you could go in the Lepin's Lane end, we would stay in the pub until 10 to 3, and then just right, walk straight yeah. and go back to your seat. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. week, for some reason, I think, because I, I wasn't drinking, I had one pint in the pub, and then I wasn't drinking because I was going out at So I wasn't bothered, so we didn't stay that long, and then I wanted food, and then I was like, bloody hell, look at all this option. I, it was just, and I saw Eddie, <laughs> that was nice. It was just, it was a wonderful afternoon before the football. You saw who? Uh, he used to he used to do a podcast. Um, he goes skiing a lot. This guy, yeah. <laughs> like wine, wine and, and cheese. I'm going to say, yeah. was he yeah. in the Shondu bar that they built down there? <laughs> yeah. He's always smashed. He was sat in like the the prosecco bar, like they have at St Pancras. He was just sat chilling there on the on the north stand. Yeah. <laughs> right then. So anyway, uh, as you know, I'm not a fan of uh, of transfer deadline day. It's not one for me. I, 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 you know, I keep making alluding to it's like doing your coursework on the bus that you've had three months to do on the way to school on the last day. Um, I know there's probably reasons of why it all goes down to the last day. However, there was one that we got over the line that uh, a lot of people are excited about, and then one in classic Sheffield Wednesday style from absolutely out of nowhere. Uh, Simon, I'll come to you to this on to this yeah. on first. Josh Windass and uh, yes. Connor Wickham. Yes. Ed's paper on some uh, on some loan deals. Is that a good bit of business? Both a good bit of business, or uh, are you just excited about? Yeah, that? I, I, yeah, I think I think so. I think it, it adds a, a striker. Let, let, let's try and put away his poor time at, at, at Palace. He, bear in mind, he's only twenty six. I was gobsmacked when he said he was only twenty six. Seems to be around forever, doesn't he? And, and actually, when yeah. you look at his career, he has been around forever. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I think he, he had a good spell here. I know it was a while ago, 2013, 2014, But he's a Premiership striker. He scored the other week for them. Um, so, so yeah, he's good. And Josh Windass was the one from nowhere, wasn't it? I'd heard some mutterings in the morning, um, but I've, I don't really remember him. But my mates do. They, they said they saw him when Rangers played uh, at Wednesday a couple of years ago in that friendly. And said he looked absolutely awesome, and and they seem to remember him from when we played Wigan last year, and and again said he was really good. He was great for Rangers. So I I, I think that's what we need. I think uh, that attacking midfield is it, midfielder is what we need. By all accounts, he wasn't happy at Wigan, um, 
and and oh. maybe that's the change that we need to, and and, so and somebody gets Diamond. forward sorry. sorry mate sorry Sam where do you think he's going to play bearing in mind we've just said about Bannon playing holding hands with the back I I do see him in that sort of middle of midfield role, the Kieran Lee sort of area. Um, on, the be- on the bench, injury, injury. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in physio um, room. <laughs> who, who knows? It's we do have that. Uh, we do smite people with injuries in that part of the field, don't we? I see him sitting in that role, uh, the Pelopesi out, the out, and and him in, um, and and then hopefully. More attacking. We bought an attacking midfielder. I can't see Monk, <laughs> might be proven wrongly on Saturday, sitting him and telling him to sit back. He's not going to be that sort of player. Um, so, so well, um, oh, is he going to be at this? Do you, do you think he'll be at the expense of Bannon then? Hmm. Oh, Ash, it sounds uh, like you've got some big agenda going there, pal. Are you, are you <laughs> wanting to get dropped? No, 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 no. Are you seeing no, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, my hair is quite not as. Nice, but no, it's just a, a question because we buy these players and obviously he's not been producing the goods for the last few weeks. So it's I see, to... I see Bannon needs to sit a little bit further forward and then feed Windass for the for the runs in and out of the box. Um I think Can that's, I that... can I ask a really ignorant question? Did anyone else realise that he was Dean Windass's son before anyone like said anything? Because I had no yeah. idea. Genuinely yeah. I had no idea yeah, until yeah. Vic, we, we are it's, men. It's um, got another one Vic. that plays for Ghoul, I think. <laughs> we, oh, we Dan, are, you are, just think... Oh, what? No, no, no more, more to the fact that we are men and we find the, the name Wind Ass hilarious. Because that is proper. Anybody else with that name, that's hilarious. Sexist with the crap, childish humour there. Crap man humour, yeah. <laughs> but it, it genuinely did not occur to me at all until someone said, oh, but his dad hates us. And I thought, oh, no way. And then I saw the video. <laughs> and do you know that. what? In the pub, yeah. a, few, a few people in the pub, including some men, well, all men, so I'm the only girl, were all like, yeah, I didn't realise, didn't realise it was his son. I had no idea. You can tell from the, like, chewing yeah. a wasp face. Yeah, yeah. His son. <laughs> but other than that, I, I genuinely didn't know. Dean Windass does quite a good sort of video on his Twitter feed every, every day. So I think he's been struggling, yeah, he been struggling with depression, hasn't he? And he, and he yeah. actually mentioned the other day, oh, he he, he thinks that he thinks that he's going to be signing for us. And and then the following day after he signed, he said, oh, you know, a really good club to go to. You know, he's he's made a couple of bad decisions, and I'm glad he's gone to Wednesday. And I never got the impression he ever hated us, to be honest. I mean, he. He was saying, you know, I, no, I, no. I, I, I were loaned at Wednesday and I think, he's, I think he played one game and then got injured and that were it and he was done. Um, yeah, it's about two or three, wasn't it? And he did his back. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's ever, ever hated us. I've never heard anything, uh, anything like that, that, that sort of thing. I think, a, he's probably, I think it's he's probably just, just his history, isn't it? And yeah, just yeah, yeah. Where he's well, been. And... But I, I don't know whether he would have played. everywhere. Yeah, yes, yeah. He actually came to our works. He was a salesman for a, a rubber hosing company, and uh, he, he, I walked past him Shut as he was the walking front out. Door. Oh, no, he was just the start of a joke. Wait, he was. Right, he was. Hang on. Let's in, as in, as in, not gloss over this. This, yeah. is, this <laughs> is huge. I got. How you're gonna rubber hosing with a yeah, name right, like okay, so I worked for, <laughs> I worked for an engineering company. <laughs> I worked for an engineering company up near the old ski village, and our uh, our car park is is. Uh, 
actually owned by the council and there's loads of trees in it and they won't let us buy it and, and make it into a proper car park. And this guy was, I walked past this guy who was sort is that, of... Is that because Sheffield City Council loved the trees? Or well, obviously, that... only, the trees, <laughs> only the trees near the ski village. And um, he, he was looking at the back bumper of his car and I went, all right, mate. He says, oh, God, I've just reversed my car into this tree. You know, I won't mind so much. I've only been working for this company for about a week. And I went, all right. And I looked at him, I thought, I know, I know you from somewhere. And walked into the offices, and he went, you never guess who's just been in. And I went, oh, Dean Windass used to play for Hull. And I went, all right. Yeah, he just bumped his car in our car park, drove into a tree, you know, because they're not easy to see trees, are they? And, um, yeah, he worked for a obviously, rubber hosing company. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, right, before his right. uh, brush with the law. What was he doing for a rubber hosing company? It was a, a salesman. A salesman trying to sell them to us. Hang on a minute. Like hang a David a Brent of rubber hosing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. So, hang on. I... I have got to. I've got to get a timeline on this, Simon. So, in the late, in the late it twenty, is, this is blowing no, my mind. This is mental. So, I watched him score an absolute worldie against Bristol worldie. City against, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, in the in the playoff final, right. and yeah. then I want to say a couple of years later, he was one of those guys that they cut to on Sky Sports News, going, uh, "Oh, there's been a goal at such and such." Is going unbelievable, Jeff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that how he speaks? Yeah. And then, <coughs> so in that pit, and then he had to knock that on the head, obviously, because of the mental health issues that he, he was having. He said, no, it was, I just want to it step was, away from it for a while. It was on the news, wasn't it, about three or four years ago that he'd lost all his money um, yeah. betting and drinking. And it was around about that time, probably only about a month or two after it was all in the news that he'd spaffed all his money on horses and alcohol. And, uh, yeah, and it was selling, selling a salesman and for all, a rubber hose company. What, and all okay. the rest. And all the rest oh, he wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find, do you know what? Can we do a call out now to the Twitterers? Does anyone know of other footballers who we would know names of? You know, like, I know like another one. Footballers I know another who one. Who are doing normal jobs. I know uh, another one. Is this, is, is this similar to where are they now? For doing it. Yeah. It's similar. Similar. But a bit more. I just think, like, obviously, full respect for Windass. Because obviously, like you said, you know, we don't want to gloss over. Yeah, yeah. He had major, major problems. Yeah, he, he's been very, very open about what happened to him. Um, but just, just the thought of him coming into my office to sell something just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a guy yeah. who all <coughs> me and my friends used to fancy in Gatecrasher, who's our electrician at work. I find that mind blowing. <laughs> so, to see well, Dean Windass trying to, trying to sell me a hose. Didn't Des Walker, isn't what? Des Walker now a lorry driver? I'm sure, I'm sure I read yeah. somewhere that he packed yeah, yeah, in, got into coaching, and he, and he is now an HGV driver, and that's all he wants to do. I mean, we all know lorries. Neil Webb was a postman, wasn't he, for a bit? Yes. Neil Webb, he used to play for England yeah. and Manchester United. So who's your other one, Simon? I'm, I'm Andy Pearce. Andy, remember, remember Andy Pearce? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mulleted, I love Andy Pierce. Mulleted centre back, Sheffield Wednesday. Hi, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> um, he worked for a company called Mullen Facades, and uh, who are basically a company who put facades on new buildings in London, Manchester, wherever. And um, yeah, he worked for them, but they went bust recently, so I don't know what he's doing now. But he was just a project man. He was a project manager for them, so he's jacked in football and went into the building industry. Yeah, how mad's that? Mate, I love the. I just love the idea of Dean Windass coming into your office at work going, right then, I'm Dean Windass. Here, you want some three and a half inch rubber piping, don't you? you know I, mean? I can imagine it. 
sounding like a fast show sketch for cheesy peas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this one's half inch. And look how flexible it is. I know. <laughs> I scored against I scored against Bristol City once, you bastard. And I've played for Sheffield Wednesday and Sheffield United. Look at me, I'm massive. Do you know what I mean? Like well, a, Jimmy Bullard. You turn into both selector there, Dan. I know, because like my dad played football when he was younger, um, only in like reserves and sort of like on the fringe, sort of an Alex Hunt type kind of player. Um yeah. a, a club that we don't like to talk about. Um but so he was there, but a lot of the people in his sort of industry now, I mean, he's just retired, obviously, he's been quite poorly and whatever, he's retired now. But a lot of people he dealt with are ex-footballers. So like the McInerney brothers, who we had at Hillsborough, um, and a few others are working in steel and fabrication machinery, um, buying and selling machinery. Obviously, the McInerney's aren't really around now, but um, they were they were big names in it. Um, obviously, Kevin Gage, Sheffield United player, runs a few pubs in Dromfield. So that's that's kind of a normal job. Um there, there were loads, actually, yeah. and I, I find it just fascinating. Like, I can't imagine just being sat in the office and Dean Windass coming to sell me a pipe. It just, that blows my mind completely. Um, I can't think who else there is. If people have any, please tweet us at TWWcast, because I just, I, I love the idea of it. I love it. Wasn't it, um, <laughs> Joanne Folly worked in Sports Direct in Meadowall for a long time? As Never. Well. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, yeah, yeah. minimum yeah. wage, zero hour contract. Honestly. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I had uh, a colonic irrigation from Graham Hyde one time. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was just when you, you were sat on cop at time. Was <laughs> it one of Dean Windass's pies? What are you telling us that? <laughs> Three and a half inch cage. What are you on about? <laughs> we did go to school with Fudge. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, that's, been, that's been generous to Dan. <laughs> so anyway, that's <laughs> anyway that's deadline day. Um... <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> what about I, um... the outgoings, Dan? Uh, oh, there's there's no them. outgoings. No tapping. No tapping. There's, there's that, nothing going on. That just shows you. How shit our squad is. It's quite depressing, that. Yeah, to, to be Nobody fair, we wants to get signed anybody. Monkast said that they were. This week, haven't they say? People did ask, honestly. Did, people yeah. did ask. Nah, oh, did they bollock? Yeah, no. Did they bollock? <laughs> we tried to ship right. Jordan Rhodes out to Wigan. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, no, Wigan no, Peary no. wants to go off. I don't know about Wigan. <laughs> right, Vic. Vic, tell me, tell me about uh, some, yeah. you know, some worthy charitable causes and the rest of it, please. Oh, so we've mentioned a few times now, Shay O'Grady, who um, I don't think he listens to the show because he's a babe, but his dad does, uh, Jason O'Grady. So Shay does a triathlon to try and raise money for Blue Bellwood, where his cousin uh, resides at the moment. Um, his cousin's really, really poorly. She's got a few things wrong with her, and she takes respite in Blue Bellwood, and he tries to raise money every year by doing a triathlon. So he'll swim, he'll run, he'll do all these different things. And he set his target this year at a thousand pounds. And as of checking tonight, he's hit six thousand pounds. So well done, Jay. That is absolutely uh, phenomenal. Jay. Well done. And also big shout out to the club because I know uh, Jason said a few times that they've been allowed to do obviously there was a bucket collection the other week for Bluebell Wood and Shay got to count his amount that he raised towards his target. Um a lot of the players have given him stuff to give away and get signed, etc. Um I know Jason tweeted, I think it was one of Kieran Westwood's boots or something and said, oh, yeah. this is up for for auction. And Kieran Westwood replied saying, why What's have that? you only got one? 
And he said, well... They're not used, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, I've split them in half. That's so why he's kicking the shit. Westwood, in fairness, replied and said, oh, you can have a pair of my gloves as well. Blah, blah. So, you know, the players are getting involved in it, um, signing footballs every week, signing shirts every week, but six... Thousand pounds is just phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Well done, amazing Jay. young yeah. man. Amazing. Well done, yeah, Well done. Well done, uh, Simon. What about yourself? Did you have some other, any other business? Well, I, I just want to hop back to the the the, uh, the game on Saturday. Actually, Do, does anybody remember how shit the referee was? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Seven yeah. yellow cards. So I had a quick look at his sort of statistics. He um, in the. Uh, 90, uh, 2019 20, uh, 2020, he's uh, 18 matches. And there were 73 yellow cards and one red. He's actually done 126 championship games during his career and he's dished out 472 yellow cards. Oh, oh, what a guy. That is me as a record. Yes. So I, I look at his stats and on average, he's doing five to six yellow cards a game. So ours is a little bit over average at seven. <laughs> Yeah, you could have told us that last week, and I could have bought better. Fucking you know. hell! I mean, I mean, it, it just—it was just That's comical in the front of the away end, where the two Millwall players kicked the ball against each other, and it went out, and it gave a goal kick, only to be overruled by the linesman who was in the northwest corner and had to see through a body of people, including the nets, to realise that actually Millwall had put it out, not. Wednesday. Yeah, I just Brilliant. this is the standard of refereeing that we've got now in this league, and and it's disgusting. I think it's it shocking. Is I think yeah. it is. It, it seems it seems to have got worse as well. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, so coming up soon. Uh, next game is Barnsley. We've got our new signings available. Keep up to date with the Wednesday week on Twitter at twwcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.